Welcome to the Why Weight Elevate podcast, where we share key information to help you lose weight the right way and then transition to a lifestyle that helps you keep it off. Our hosts are experts in obesity medicine and have collectively treated thousands of patients for obesity and are here to help you on your own journey. All four of us are busy parents, so we totally understand what it's like to try and live healthy while also trying to stay on top of the busy demands in our life. Thanks for taking time in your busy day to join us. As some of our hosts have medical licenses, we have a legal disclaimer to share with you. Here it is. Please note that our podcast is not intended to, and shouldn't be considered, a substitute for professional medical advice from a doctor or other qualified healthcare professional. You should always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare professional with questions you may have regarding your medical condition. You should not rely on this podcast for medical diagnosis or treatment, and you should never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of our content. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Why Weight Elevate podcast. Today is the second of four um, podcasts we're going to do diving in deep into a specific diet. On episode 18, you can listen to that again. Um, we talk about four different types of diets, the ketogenic, low-carb, high-fat, Mediterranean, and a carnivore diet. Today's topic is going to be a low-carb, high-fat diet. So to start us out, what is a low-carb, high-fat diet? And then I would frame it with, how is that different than a ketogenic diet? Kelsey, I think you've been nominated. Okay. Um, So a low carb, high fat diet is, um, you know, consuming less carbs than a standard American diet. Um, We we can see like maybe less than 150 grams is probably a good definition Um, or less than, you know, around 40% of your total calories coming from carbs. The standard American will consume 60 plus percent of their calories from carbohydrates. So it's lower than that. The higher car or the higher fat aspect, there's um you're just consuming a little bit more fat than you normally would or in, in the standard American diet. So not a there's not a specific definition. It's a big range of numbers okay. that we can see with this low carb, high fat um diet. And what that what's different about the low carb, high fat diet our goal is not to get you into ketosis. We don't see ketones forming um, with this because you're consuming more carbohydrates and usually protein than you can on a keto diet. And when you eat those carbohydrates, it breaks down into it breaks into glucose, therefore bumps up your insulin, which will push the glucose into the cell. And with that higher insulin level, will also prevent other fuel sources, i.e. the fat or the ketones, from coming. It's a lot more complex than this, so don't come back and go, well, there's more steps. There is. I'm not (laughs) arguing that. But basically, as the stored fat comes out, forming ketone bodies is another fuel source. We're spending most of your time burning still more sugar as your main fuel source and not getting to the idea of burning the stored energy, i.e. ketones, as your fuel source short energy being the fat on our bodies yes in our bodies on our bodies on our bodies (laughs) yeah okay (laughs) somewhere between the skin and the muscle or the muscle and the organs so somewhere in there okay okay so so it's not quite as strict as a ketogenic diet so if you're in a more extreme health situation um maybe you know keto is better for you but when is a low carb high fat diet recommended 
for anybody who is having any metabolic aspect, because if you have diabetes, if we're lowering the sugar levels that you're putting in, we could lower, might be able to back off on some of your medicines. Again, do not stop your medicines without discussing with your doctor. <laughs> Legal disclaimer. Legal, <laughs> and we are not your medical advice. Go, you can come see us, but go see your doctor and have that discussion. And again, part of it is, especially if you are on medicines, you definitely need to be meeting with a doctor to help adjust your medicines. It's okay. not just stopping medicines. So keep that in mind. But if you're the more metabolically sick, and that's how our bodies, the kind of the term of how our body is using the energy, the sicker we are, the more aggressive we need to be. But if you've just got a little bit of weight or you're told your blood pressure is a little high or not enough to put you on medicines or some of these underlying health issues, or you're concerned you're putting weight on more around your belly that maybe we're backing off on some of the foods that have shown to do that. We've known that from, I'm trying to remember when the book was like 1824, when we had a, a book showing that if you back off on the carbs, you can help lose weight. It wasn't officially a diet book, but talked about taste and how people when they ate a lot more carbs, they gained weight. So it's not a brand new idea. But we're backing off on that so we can help hopefully lower the sugar so we can have less insulin. Therefore, you're not gaining as much weight. So it's more of a help prevent weight gain than actually help with weight loss. Okay. But if it's enough that it helps you lose weight, great, stay there. If, if it weights the main purpose of you're doing this. Yeah. And the cool thing with this is that you can kind of decrease it incrementally. And that's like what, what's realistic for you and your life stage. Um, so I kind of like it. Sometimes I start people a little bit higher on their carbs and, you know, based off of them and what they think they can handle, we kind of, and how they're feeling um, is a big indicator of where we need to go. And but you can kind of play around and figure out that specific carb number that you feel amazing at. Yeah. And a lot of times I use the analogy of getting into a pool. Uh, ketogenics like jumping off the diving board. As soon as you jump and you're all in, there's no turning back to get the, you might not feel very good, but low carb or going that way is you can like getting gradually working your way down the steps and getting into the pool. You, you find a place you're comfortable. If you're getting the benefits, if I need to, I can go a little bit farther. If I can't handle it, I can back off a little bit. It's kind of finding that comfort range for you and what's going on now kelsey i want a question for you this is do you feel that women can tolerate more carbs than men depending on their their hormones and so where they are in their cycle yes and no um i think we crave more as we approach our menstrual cycle and the progesterone <laughs> increases we crave more but i think we also tend to have more issues if we do like, have more carbs what so you need more carbs but then you are also having issues if you have more carbs that doesn't seem fair uh, again it's really I, difficult to be a woman <laughs> i'm I sure do, glad like, i'm um, not a female <laughs> <laughs> um yeah uh, yes being a woman is great it, um, there but, has lots of benefits, don't get me wrong, but I wouldn't want to be one. But yes, I agree that that hormonal change, especially right before the menstrual cycle, like you said, and at least my experience with that, at least I've tell people is, or women is let's increase your carbs a little bit, but that doesn't go, let's go back to a high level. It's more of maybe I'm going 
let's say we're at 50, let's go up to 60 or 70. But then as soon as the, the bleeding starts, you kind of go back down. So it gives you a little bit more flexibility, but you have to be smarter with the carbs that you're eating at the time. Yeah. So Dr. Rigby, have you ever done carb cycling with women? Um, yes. And again, I've even done it with men depends on how they do and how they respond. So I think carb cycling can help if you're stuck mm-hmm. or, or not seeing the benefits of what you're trying to do. Some people do well with it. Some of us, it makes things worse because I'm like, oh, I'm going to have carbs and I'm bringing, that's where I always say, if we're going to do that, let's not bring in carbs or foods that trigger your cravings. So you have to be right. mindful of that. But if you're yeah, ramping up with carbs a little bit and that helps for a couple of days, if not a weekend or even a week and then drop it back down, can, can be beneficial for some people. What is carb cycling? Carb cycling, in my opinion, is we're basically, so let's just give it a number again, because that's where you're usually based off. So let's say your carbs are, you're at 50. 50 grams a day. 50 grams a day. So maybe for a couple of days or a little bit longer than that, I maybe ramp it up to that 50 or or the 70, maybe even doubling it to a hundred for a short period of time. And then I bring it back down. Mm-hmm. But it is. It, some, I've seen it helpful for like getting past the plateau or with our home hormone changing yeah. changes and tying it to our hormone exactly throughout the cycle. And it can also be very beneficial, especially if you're uh, an athlete and you're doing certain types of exercise. So more of uh, burst, short, short burst strength um, type activities. Some adding some carbs right before could be beneficial. But if you're doing something slow, like going for a long bike ride or for a long steady run, you probably don't need it. But if you're going to do short sprints or heavy lift, high high quality type things right before adding some carbs has shown to be beneficial also. So it doesn't have to be for a couple of days. It might be right before that event or that workout. I mean, this is this. This diet is not quite as has as strict as a definition as a ketogenic diet, um, so it may be harder to answer this question. But what are some mistakes people make when doing this diet, or how do they do it wrong? I would say their biggest thing is they're switching, or they're still getting a lot of carbohydrates, but they're getting a lot of um, processed carbohydrates. Okay. So they're going to the grocery store and they go, "Oh, low carb or keto, I can have this." but they're not making the other adjustments and they go, Oh, I'm, I'm keeping my carbs. My, and again, whole nother discussion is total carbs versus net carbs. And they're just throwing it on, but they're not making the other adjustments to compensate for that. Like other adjustments such as they're not backing off. Well, if they're going lower carb one, but they go, Oh, I can have all this fat to compensate for it. And again, depends on where their body is. And, and, and it's a kind of a hard question answer to come up with okay like maybe they're eating too much fat so their body's now saying hey i'm processing all these carbs i have all this extra fat i'm now going to store it that can be a an issue and again that's the difficult part when it's there's such a wide range of where you're at from going okay. to standard american diet to the one extreme being keto there's a lot of flexibility so if you're somewhere there and you're not feeling good with it 
could be a mistake, but it also could be we're not in a good place for you and we have to make adjustments. So it's not a good answer. <laughs> I think with that, maybe maybe another way to describe it would be um, equating a low-carb, high-fat diet with a ketogenic diet. And maybe you're an individual who's your health conditions warrant a ketogenic diet. You start out with a low carb, high fat, you don't see any benefits. And so you completely throw keto out the window, like the baby with the bathwater saying, well, this type of diet doesn't do me any good at all. So I'm just going to give it all up on all of it. When really they should just needed to right. adjust the amount of carbs that they're eating as well as the amount of protein and fat. Especially yeah, for those like diabetics who were hopefully checking your blood sugars or stuff like that. So they're going, I did all this to help me control my blood sugars and my blood sugars aren't improving. We just haven't gotten aggressive enough to help. But again, one other aspect that we, if you're on medicines, medicines can make it harder for That's your body fair. to actually okay. use the, this fuel source and the effects from those medicines can definitely affect you. So you feel like you're making some adjustments, but not seeing the benefits if you're on medicines, that medicine could be playing part of the role. So we blame the diet when we should be blaming the medicine. Okay, that's fair. Anything else on low-carb, low high-fat diet that you guys would like to share with our listeners? I would say if you're lowering your carbs, I would say first thing, lower your carbs. Don't add the fat first. Be a little bit more hesitant to add a lot more fat until – you lower your carbs, and if you're still more hungry, then be more, more lenient with your fats. But don't just add the fat and just say you're back off your carbs a little bit because it could make things worse. That's fair. Kelsey, anything else that you wanted to say? Um, well, to um, Ben Bickman, if you want to learn more, and then Sarah Halberg with Verta, um, Verta Health are huge. Like They're leading this low-carb insulin um, impacts. They're doing really cool studies. And so it's not necessarily just, you know, keto. Um, but I mean, Verta Health, um, clinically proven treatment, um, to reverse diabetes, which, um, I think in the medical community, we usually hear diabetes as a chronic illness and, um, you'll have to either be on medications or manage it. Um, but I think it's pretty powerful that we're finding ways that we can reverse some of these chronic illnesses. Yes. Yeah. Um, Sarah Holberg and that group of Verta Health is doing, having released two years of research that they're seeing with their patients, um, being able to improve their diabetes, if not get people off medications, where Dr. Mm -hmm. Ben Bickman is doing the research in the clinic or more in the, uh, the laboratory of looking at how insulin resistance plays a role with all these other underlying health issues. So, Great resources. That's, yeah, you're right. And thank you for distinguishing the two. <laughs> they're, but they're both awesome, yeah. Yes, great information. Um, you can go look them up on YouTube. They have lots of videos out there. But they're looking at it from two different aspects. But sometimes having the stuff in the, in the, um, in the laboratory and animal studies that we can get into human studies – can give us an idea of how we can get a more aggressive with controlling some of the underlying health issues that now Dr. Sarah Holberg, Helberg, Holberg, sorry, sorry, Sarah, um, things that they're doing. And she's kind of the lead, but she's not the only one doing it. There's Steve Finney and um, Dr. Volick who are looking at the research and all this. So there's lots of people, I want to say, 
some people, numbers are growing of looking at how we can fix some of your metabolic aspects to help with performance and or your overall health. But when you get more aggressive and having under underlying health issues, that's where sometimes we have to be more aggressive and that's where going more extreme in a low carb diet might be beneficial. If not, we might have to get you into ketosis. Perfect. If you guys have any other questions that you will have about the low carb, high fat diet, um, things that you've heard that you want to discuss, please bring it up in our Facebook group. We'd love to hear your thoughts. And Sarah, if you are listening, welcome. We are so glad that you're listening to our, our podcast. And um, sorry that Dr. Rigby slaughtered your last name, but um, he'll get it. We promise. Anyways, thank you guys. And we look forward to having you listen to our next episode. Thanks for joining us on the Why Way Elevate podcast. We want to hear what you think about this episode and encourage you to continue the discussion in our Facebook group. The name of the group is Community of People Elevating Their Mind and Body to Lose Weight. Or you can search for our Facebook page, Why Way Elevate, and our group is linked on that page. Also, if you found this episode to be helpful, can you share it with your friends that you think would appreciate listening to it? And if you found our podcast to be helpful, we would love it if you could leave us a review. It really helps others hear about this podcast, and we really want to help as many people as we can. Thank you.